Several times during Lent and the weeks after, Pastor referenced a quote by A.W. Tozer. What comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. The first time I heard him use this quote, I immediately grabbed a pencil and wrote the word freedom. Pastor also challenged us to figure out why we think the word we do. That was easy too. I immediately wrote because of the promises I find in his word. Something easy to talk about, so I volunteered to give one of the messages when Pastor went on sabbatical. But it wasn't going to be that easy. If you've ever heard me speak, you've heard me talk about my brain and how it works. I am constantly replaying events and conversations in my head. Even at rest, I am pondering something. All day, every day. It is like the gem Pastor uses to illustrate looking at scripture from different angles. My brain does that with everything. So of course, it took the word freedom and needed to break it down and in a logical manner explain back to myself why freedom is the first word I think of when I think of God. In the process of figuring all this out, I was able to make these statements. If people find fault with me, it hurts me on an earthly level, but I know God sees me as perfect. When all of my plans fall apart, maybe that wasn't the best plan for me anyway. I keep my head up, shoulders back, and know from the tips of my toes to the top of my head, God loves me more than I will ever understand. As Jeff Shulo told us a few weeks ago, God loves me with an agape love. And according to Christianity.com, agape love refers to a pure, willful, sacrificial love that intentionally desires another's highest good. God wants me in his life. He is overjoyed when I spend time with him. God's opinion is the one that matters. And there is nothing in this world I can do to make him stop loving me. I could chase the newest trends and the next best greatest of the world, but when I get where I think I would need to be, there would be new things I would have to chase. I have stopped chasing and started living the life of freedom God has created me to live. The short answer I came up with is, I am free because I know I am a child of God. The next step of my pro process was, how did I get from being a religious person, going through the motions and doing what was expected, to the point I am at today, living for God? I love God. He is my friend, my confidant, my protector, my provider, my father. He is part of me and who I am. The answer is tools and strategies. I was introduced to those words this year while helping elementary kids with math. When we were kids, there was one way to do a math problem, the only way to do a math problem, or it was wrong. But everyone's brains work differently, and one tool or strategy may not make sense, but another does. 
The same goes with scripture. You need to find the tool or strategy that makes the word become flesh and live within you. It didn't take me very long to realize contemporary Christian music is my tool, my strategy. I see myself in the lyrics, my failures and my successes, my highs and my lows. It helps me visualize what I can't without it. The way I feel and experience the gospel is through contemporary Christian music. It doesn't matter if it is live, on the radio, or a video on YouTube. I would say I almost have a physical need for it. One of my earliest memories of a music video was Trust in Jesus by Third Day. I remember Paul and my brother-in-law Matt were having a theological discussion about redemption and Paul stated, all I have is Jesus and brought up these lyrics. What are you going to do when your time has come and your life is done and there's nothing you can stand on? What will you have to say at the judgment throne? Well, I already know the only thing that I can say. I trust in Jesus, my great, great deliverer, my strong defender, the Son of God. I trust in Jesus, blessed Redeemer, my Lord forever, the Holy One. I have seen Zach Williams many times in concert and redeemed by Big Daddy Weave as part of his testimony. He and his rock band were driving through Europe. His marriage and life were falling apart and his wife was pregnant with their daughter. Redeemed came on the radio and touched him in a way nothing else could. He called his wife, left the tour, told her he was coming home, and never looked back. That is what happens when you find a tool that brings scripture to life for you. You will experience emotions you haven't felt before and see things in the word you didn't know were there. Let me read some of the lyrics of Redeemed for you. Seems like all I could see was the struggle, haunted by ghosts that lived in my past, bound up in shackles of all my failures, wondering how long is this gonna last? Then you look at this prisoner and say to me, son, stop fighting a fight, it's already been won. I am redeemed, you set me free. So I'll shake off these heavy chains, wipe away every stain. Now I'm not who I used to be, I am redeemed. There is another reflective song that has caught my attention, Talking to Jesus by Brandon Lake and Elevation Worship. If you want to walk down the memory lane of your faith, this song will do it. From thinking your grandma didn't have a clue, to not being given a choice whether to go to church and catechism as a kid, to trying to instill some sense of faith in your own kids, in it, you will find bare bones directions on how to pray. There's no wrong way to do it. There's no bad time to start. It don't have to sound pretty. Just tell them what's on your heart. It's not a religion. It's more like a friendship. Just talk to your father like you are his kid. I look back at my life 
and have so much to be thankful for and have been so blessed and deserve none of it. I am humbled when I think of the way I have lived parts of my life and yet I am loved by God who continues to bless me and shower me with goodness. How could I ever repay him? Brandon Lake says it best in gratitude. All my words fall short. I got nothing new. How could I express all my gratitude? I could sing these songs as I often do, but every song must end, and you never do. So I throw up my hands, and I praise you again and again. All that I have is a hallelujah, and I know it's not much, but I've nothing else fit for a king except for a heart singing hallelujah. A month or so ago, I picked Paul up in Prairie, and we headed to Davenport, Iowa for one of Zach Williams' concerts. The concert wasn't the high I expected it to be. He didn't sing the songs I really wanted to hear. Instead, he sang a lot of his new music. I left kind of disappointed and made the decision to try to find a different artist. I must crack God up when I make those blanket decisions because for the next 10 days or so, Zach Williams was everywhere. My radio was turned to K-Love and every time I started my car, there was one of the new Zach Williams songs, the ones I had turned my nose up at the week before. Or the new Toby Mac song, Cornerstone, featuring Zach Williams. I am not a Toby Mac fan, but the song didn't come on at the Toby Mac part. Without fail, it came on when Toby was introducing Zach, and there he would be growling. On Christ the solid rock I'm standing, all of the ground is sinking sand. On Sunday morning, the first one up at our house turns on YouTube and lets it scroll through our favorite music videos. It was stuck on a Zach Williams playlist. It got so blatant and Zach Williams was pushed in my face so much, I finally had to stop and laugh. Okay, God, I get it. I give. I am not done with Zach Williams yet. There must be lyrics I need to hear or someone I need to sit next to at a concert or something I need to do. I immediately went online to see where he was performing and purchased tickets to see him at the Grand in Wausau in August. No Longer Slaves is the Zach Williams song that has probably had the biggest impact on me. My first memory of that song was also a YouTube music video. The video starts with Zach walking into Harding Prison through the gates and the razor wire. The band is performing in the prison gym and as the song progresses, you see the inmates worshiping and praising and singing along. It was life-changing for me to see and hear them sing these words. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. I am surrounded by songs of deliverance. We've been liberated from our bondage. We're the sons and the daughters. Let us sing our freedom. You split the sea so I could walk right through it. 
my fears are drowned in perfect love. You rescued me so I could stand and say, I am a child of God. That is the freedom I feel. The same freedom those incarcerated men felt that gave them the strength to sing about being liberated from bondage while in prison. We have all been prisoners. Prisoners of addiction, prisoners of shame, prisoners of relationship, prisoners of our environment. To know freedom is to know we have a Father in heaven who loves us with that agape love. He loves us more than we can ever comprehend. He wants nothing in return except our love. He is there to celebrate with us during our highs and to carry us during our lows. We can never do anything terrible enough to separate us from that love. That is the freedom that comes when you define yourself as and believe you are a child of God. If scripture and God's promises aren't real to you, you just haven't found the right tool. Open your heart, keep trying, keep exploring. Any effort you expend will be worth it, and the freedom you will know will be priceless. Amen. The Apostles' Creed.